I've been following a page on TikTok which just is all old vines and Are you on are like... you on TikTok, Mark? Yes, I am, yeah. How do you find it for someone in the thirties as a um platform? Fine. I don't give it anything, obviously I don't put anything on it myself. Mm. Uh it's mainly now I've just shown an example now. I've got kettlebell workouts, baby hacks, mm-hmm. um, cooking, more kettlebells, D&D, and um, gardening. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, Bellum Draconis. We are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrewed world of Aerith in the Kingdom of Sleepguard. My name is Mark and I am the Dungeon Master. And also with us for this week's episode we have Danny who plays the half-orc monk Marota Broken Tusk. Bonjour. We've got Darren who plays the high elf artificer Reigns Haddow. Hello buongiorno. We've got Callum who plays the warforged artificer Alpha. Hello. And we've got Ian, who plays the Tiefling Warlock, Nix Carell. Hey. Ooh, that was a bit draggy. Unfortunately, Cal- <laughs> Cal- I was going for the spider in this, uh, the into the Spider Verse thing with um, well, Drago the Prowler, the Spider Verse. <laughs> he's like ah, hey, the, sho- the the great shoulder yeah. touch that uh, all young men now do to their prospective future partners. Hey. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You Spider fans out there listening to this, you know exactly what scene I'm talking about and you're feeling me right now and I'm feeling you. We're in this together. Fuck everyone else. Fuck the haters. What happened last week? Well, I was just going (laughs) to give our apologies for uh, Will not being here first, actually. Oh, is he still not here? He's still not here. He's still in the cinema watching Spider-Verse. Just can't get out of it. There's too many verses. He's stuck in the verse. Keep watching that same scene you just talked about on repeat. Repeat. Hey, 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 hey. I don't know what you're talking about, so I guess I'm one of your... Have you never papers. seen Into the Spider-Verse? You're missing out. Well, I'm, I'm currently I'm re- in the Marvel Universe, and I've just finished watching... Uh, I'm very behind in everything, actually. I've I'm done so one okay. vision. Did the... Nice. So- Winter Soldier and the, fa- and, the, and the Falcon Man. Oh, that's and so Man. good. Captain America that's, 2. That's very good. So good. No, Captain America. No, no the no, Winter no, Series. The Winter Soldier. Falcon, the Winter Soldier. The, the, the Post- oh, the series. Yeah, uh, series. Harry Kane. It's all right, though. It's Captain yeah. America. It's all right. It's all right. It's, yeah, it's, it gave me, it, it feels of boys, the boys with the dude as yeah. Captain America. Felt very kind of like, expect him to drink breast milk at some point and shoot lasers from his eyes. <laughs> it's a shame it's not the boys, though. Oh, oh the boys. Anyway, and then I've just, I'm halfway through, no, no, uh, no home, no way, no way to get back home. The Spider-Man one. No Way Home. No Tom, Way Home. Tom, Tom. But I prefer your title, No Way to Get Back Home. Yes, with Halfway Jake through. Yeah, like well, it. watching it episodically. No, babies, babies wake up. So we just go, no, this is it. We're going to bed now. Um, so, yeah, so we're halfway through that. Just literally the, uh, the rising. Oh, well, n- not only me, but the entire Fellowship listeners out there will want to know exactly when you get to Into the Spider-Verse. And let us know your thoughts and opinions on it because uh, possibly the greatest Spider-Man film, and it's an argument for the Oof. greatest animated film of Oof, all time. Stop. 
No, is come that, on. Is, no, stop. Is no, there is. Into the, the Spider-Verse is in that discussion. Chicken run? Anyone? Get Ooh. out. <laughs> Don't say that. Chicken <laughs> run. <laughs> There's a film I haven't thought about for a long time. <laughs> I quote it on a bi-daily basis. Yeah, right. It's fucking great. I don't want Chicken's to be in the I don't like gravy. I don't like gravy. I need... <laughs> Everyone knows it. I need to show my fucking kids that. Like... <laughs> It's got that, yeah, chickens go in, pies come out. What kinds of pies? Apple. Chicken, you idiot. Fantastic. <laughs> Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson before he went uh, completely yeah, crazy. It's just brilliant. Uh, I really want to watch that film now. fucking chicken run. Are we a D&D podcast or a film yeah, critic? <laughs> we don't know anymore. We can be both, but chicken run is, is a solid shout. We've jumped from... Yeah, from the Marvel Universe to, to Wallace and Gromit, basically. That's our... Mm. If we haven't lost anyone, please do <laughs> feel free to, universe. to tweet us out uh, your favourite animated film. We'll see. Or, or, or even better, let's just keep it succinct. Chicken Run versus Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Let us know and we'll find out what comes on top. There is a right answer here. The Spider-Verse. I'm Mark, has to, Mark has to avoid like chicken run uh, lines being bled into this episode now. As many as <laughs> possible. All the goblins. Yeah. Goblins go in. Pies <laughs> come out. I don't want to be in a pie. Don't I don't like gravy. Don't bring them up, man. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyway, so yeah, we should probably do some D&D stuff. I like, I like these little interseeds sometimes. I feel like it's a, it's, it's a look closer Hmm. instead of the characters at the players and hmm. that's deep and we, and we also get to to hear the quiet seething of darren is he no 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 i i've just done um, i've just been on to imdb i've just been on to imdb into the spider-verse has an overall rating of 8.5 chicken run has an overall rating of 7.1 suck Fuck it off. the problem no, is it, oh, no it's, it's no, all the vegans darren it's the vegans yeah, that are just yeah. like who fucking owns imdb yeah. i don't know donald trump maybe like let's go for the real yeah, people i reckon that's boots on the ground onion. you all out there you vote for us chicken run or Spider-Verse. Let's hit it. All I'll say is... No, I've got nothing. I've never seen Into the Spider-Verse, so I can't... I you can't really need through. to see it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I've got to watch the, it. Order, just know the only in... people who have seen both are saying Into the Spider-Verse. Just yeah, but you t- you're all biased, you know, fake news. I'm watching them in, in, in time chronological order as well, so not the order of release, the time which they come out, because they do that on Disney+. Plus, and so um... Every time you see Iron Man now, are you just thinking, Reigns, Reigns, Reigns? Fair, but more nuanced, let's say, and different. He doesn't own stock. More nuanced industry. Suck it, Robbie Downey Jr. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean the other way around. Like Iron Man's a more nuanced version of Brains. That's fair. That's fair. He's not. He's not plagued by WWE references either. So this is true. This is true. Plagued. You forced them on yourself like a you. You set them up just for me to sometimes have to knock them out the park. I don't even know what a WWE is, by the way, so I don't know what you're talking about. What is is a wrestle? He knows what it is. is. Who is a Rick or a Flair? I don't know. 
Anyway, I knew someone would do that. So, um, speaking of flares, we had a bit of a flare of tempers on last week's episode. Or oh, we can segue in as well as segue out. This is a new inclusion into the into the into the start. Anyway, um, so we the big right. What happened on last week's episode? Oh, wasn't last week? Wasn't last, last week? week. No, no, it's it's like now. Goblin, we've, we've all, goblin down. We're all shaking our head at you. None of you caught the fact that you were saying last week. You just tend to shake your head at me anyway, guys. So I don't know anymore. Um, Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, we've just been back off our Goblin Adventures. I hope you enjoyed that. A big shout out to some of the new voices we had in there. Um, A shout out to some brand new voices and also a shout out to some old, old, old familiar, ye old familiar voices that we've had back in um, from before as well. So big up to those guys. Thank you so much for stepping up to the mark with that. Been a fab time. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed um, DMing it. It was a lot of fun. But... Enough of that. They're gone. They're dead to us. Well, maybe not, but anyway, they're gone for now. And we are returning to our main party, returning to our main group. And after the you know four or five episodes worth that we haven't seen them for, Danny, our chronicler, mm. our, our response must be the clearest, the most clandestine, because it is the most important. It's been so long. What happened all those weeks ago on the Fellowship of the Tabletop? In the last few pages of Bellum Draconis. Attempting to reconnect upon rediscovering each other, Nyx, Morota, Reigns, Emron, and Alpha tried to icebreak again after tense moments. Confirming the intentions for the five to travel to Dralak to seek out the dragon that had reached out to them earlier in the year, Reigns took some steps to prepare hidden and his abilities for traversing the hot climate that Dralak offers. Unsure whether or not Alpha's body suit would survive the conditions, questions arose there also. This afforded the opportunity for Nyx and Marota to confirm their intentions to travel with the group. Marota then sought out the distressed Orla, in an attempt to dissuade her from engaging in monster hunting unsuccessfully thus far, the pair exchanged some heated words. Returning to Goldport Keep, we now find Reigns, Alpha, and Nyx. And we find them, we find them, we find them, we find them. Uh, where we picked up from all those weeks ago. With Morota heading back towards Goldport Keep with Reigns and Zilda. Oh, name almost died there. Lysilda and Alpha heading towards the forge to try out Reigns' leather suit something or other. We'll soon find out. Possibility of death there. Uh, and Nyx um, spending a few moments in the last moments of the falling sun of the afternoon to evening. Um, we're going to start off with Nyx. As the sun begins to set, you see a, a jaunty figure moving towards you um, and you can hear some slight strumming on a lute as the figure, a wiry, kind of wiry figure with some unruly red hair and bright blue eyes, a patchwork jacket starts walking towards you calmly at first and then 
starts to pick up a slightly jauntier tune, almost in time with a step to bing, 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 and kind of takes a like double step when the when the beat gives rhythm to it as he moves closer to you. As he gets closer, he realizes this the, the somber mood around it and switches into a minor key. Penny for your thoughts. As Cedric Windrider approaches, I mean, if you've got a penny. I am beyond broke. I'm the opposite end of it, actually. So I'm broke. No money, unfortunately. Uh, how about a song for your thoughts? Or a note? A note? Bing. That was an E. Yeah, I walked into that one. That was hilarious, by the way, I'd say. Sorry. Uh, what's your name? Cedric, Cedric Windrider, Bard Extraordinaire, Cedric the Unstoppable, Cedric the many names, many names to be had, indeed. And yours, good sir. Uh Nix. Nix. Nick, just Nix? Uh, just Nix, depending on who you're asking. Well, any other names you might be known by? I might know one of them. I know many people around the town and many people around the place. No, 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 just Nix. For you, just Nix. Uh have you been here long? Yep. Spent quite a while in the service of Vaundent. Uh lots of uh lots of history there, lots of time to spend and talk about it, but uh suffice it to say I owed him a lot of money. <coughs> because of that, here I was, held up. Ah. Until you guys came and saved me. Yep. You guys? Yeah, yeah, the 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 uh, metal dude, the uh the the burly one and the, uh, the 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 skinny guy with the beard and the long hair uh, suit iron metal whatever he calls it uh, yeah. oh no uh, what are they called Emgron uh, um, uh, and uh, uh, um, Alfen Alf Alf yeah as I said yeah exactly yeah they 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 came in they they uh, took this incantation off us our pact was to death and technically many of us died they saved us softly kill us and yeah we're all good now we're all good We've, we're clear of the pact we're clear of the the debt oh, oh, hey that's nice to know that they can save people i feel a bit of disdaining the voice man observation i guess uh so are you now with them as a group are you a group don't know just we're staying here as thanks, we've got nowhere else to go. So me, Lysandra, Gideon, Isilda, we're just going to help out where we can. Uh, we're good people. All of you. They all, you all seem like good people. All of you especially. She's got a good heart. And uh, there's not much of that left in Sleekguard these days. So we've got to hold right. on to what we know is good. And hell, adventurers. Stories are always good. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. They, uh, they are mighty adventurers. Uh, so are you coming with us to Dralek? Drelak, is that where you were going? I I believe that's the plan. Yes, we're all on our way to Drelak. Um Are you coming with? Shit, that's a dangerous road. That uh, I've been once. Yeah, before. you're telling. You're talking to someone who knows yeah. too much about that road. Uh God. Yeah. Well, if if needs must, I don't think I'll do much good round here. The 
Yeah, Gideon's kind of got himself a good setup here. He's got some stuff to repay. He's a jack of all trades. I'm master of none except me and my loot, my voice, and my good looks, and my charisma, and my skills with thievery. Apart from that, you know, master of none, you know, don't know. throw it out there. There's something so familiar about you, I just can't really put my finger on it. You may have heard some of my songs. I've and some of my stories. I'm one of the best storytellers in the whole of Aerith. Yeah. Yeah. I know someone who would like songs and stories, actually. Uh, you know him, Alpha. You should probably go and find him. He would love a story he and a song. Indeed. He does. I've told him many already, and he just... Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Nix, Nix, just Nix. Just Nix. I'm going to call you just Nix. Uh, the issue I have is that he doesn't give much back with the face. He just kind of stares at you like he's going to eat your soul. And um, yeah, I can deal with any audiences. I'm used to hecklers, blah, blah, blah. You're shit. <laughs> you can't sing. Oh, God. you stole that song from so. Oh, no. Well, it's a great heckles, you know, all kind of made up stuff. Obviously, none of it's true, but I'm used to that kind of stuff. But the, uh, but the, the it's the blank stare. Like he's just like, like he's writing in his mind everything that I'm saying. That is a little bit unnerving. And uh, yeah, I kind of lose my mojo a little bit telling him stories. And I can already tell you're a good person. You, you know, you, you do the right things. You know, you nod, you blink. Uh, sometimes I swear, Alpha, he, he stops blinking for like a long time. And, uh, you that's really need to be careful for when his eyes turn red instead of the whole blinking thing. Oh God, they go red. When he wants to destroy, they go red. It's quite oh, the marvel shit. to see. Glad I haven't seen that so far. Oh, okay. So you haven't seen it. That's good to no, know. No, no. So is it like a full on, a full like on thing, like destruction beast mode? Baddies come in, corpses come out, that kind of thing. Yeah, sh- straight up wow. monster. Okay, well, I'll I'll, I'll continue telling. At least he he was. I mean, you know, it's been a it's been a while. You're familiar. I know you from somewhere. You said I'm familiar. You're familiar as well. Did you come on a boat? Are you a boat-faring man? A long time ago, I guess. Yes, yes. Something spells of goblin. It's goblin stories. Do you have something to do with goblin stories? <laughs> There's something They're... about goblins, isn't there? There, there is. Yeah, there was a... Uh... Oh... That was a long time ago. There was a, a there was a play. I was part of a ship called the Esmeralda. Um, the fact that have they been around here? Have you seen any of their crew? You you clearly know of the play. It's uh, we were we weren't we're running uh, gold. Everybody not too dies. Long ago. A, a true end of goblin story. I remember it now. Yeah, yeah. it's been selling out. It is it truly it's been, been selling, selling out. out. It's been one of the only boats still in the port for a while now. The rest are being, being rebuilt since the attack. The Apparently, the uh, <clears throat> solid gold hull actually saved it from a lot of the burns uh, that affected the other ships on the outside. So it's one of the few ships that were there. It's an attraction. People come for the ports. It's called Gold Port. There were no port ships there except yours. So, And it stands out anyway. So uh, people were drawn to it, and now the show's, show's doing well. Oh, you were part of the crew. Um, yeah, oh, part of the crew. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. It's, uh, this. I'm still part of the crew. I am. Um, <clears throat> they don't know what's happened to me. 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if they knew, they'd be coming uh, knocking. So, yes, sure. it's really good to know that the plays sold sold out. Doing well. I also, yeah. uh, <clears throat> he kind of looks around sh- shadily for a second. That you guys had something to do with that, um, and he winks at you, that Kraken attack. Was that you? I'm sorry. I have these periods where my mind just blacks out um i was close to dying um about half a year ago so i have these moments where everything just goes fuzzy um i don't know know, what you're talking about he starts winking really heavily the kraken attack you're winking and incessant use of the word kraken is really kind of off-putting Crew, one survivor, talked about pirates, recognized one, no? No, um, I think that was never part of the story or the play. Whoopsie, (laughs) must be one of my stories then. Classic Cedric Windwider making stuff up again. Kraken attacks, that's going to be my next story, so... (laughs) Ignore me. Must have been a blank in my memory too. Gosh, I'm I'm forgetting things too in my age. Yeah. So I believe worry. you. Absolutely. Oh, God, it's good to be alive. Yes. Actually, I guess it is. You want a drink? Uh yes, very much so. With me or with someone else? I understand. I'm a bit abrasive sometimes. Sometimes people can only handle so much of me. <laughs> so can the ladies, if you get what I mean. You get yeah. what I mean. Uh, yeah. I. Um, yes. Yes. And Nix puts the crystal ball that he's been staring at incessantly for a long time back in his pocket. I think a drink is a good idea. You have to bear with me. It's been a while since I had a drink, so it might not take a lot. But I'm forgetful anyway, so let's see how the shots take. Let me let you in on a little Cedric Windrider secret here. I'm actually a super, super, super lightweight, but I can act really sober. So don't you worry about that, my man. Two drinks in, and I want to go to bed. I, I, I... Not but like that, not you. with you, but I mean just... Okay, well, sleep. I mean, you know, hey, uh, you're only hey, human. Love is love. Yeah, uh, but not like... Yeah. I, that's not my thing. Well, it's okay. Drink? Yes. Let's go. Less awkwardness, more tales of adventure. He's going to like try to hard pat slap you on the back and maybe just accidentally catch the... Just gonna f- Flick you off the shoulder a little bit. Right, let's um, just in we go. Dislocates my shoulder. I've got no muscle mass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! Onwards, lead it, lead on, good sir. This is your your keep after all. Yes, yes, yes. It is. Okay, let's go. In we go. And he's going to like, behind you as you kind of walk, but just more to himself than like he did before as an, as an invitation. And as you start to head north towards uh, the Great Hall and to drink and to many stories, and no doubt a drinking contest of no infamy at all, at all given the state of your boat, um, we move over towards the west, towards the door. 
and we see rains reaching out as the sun slowly sets for the iron handle of the door that not so long ago um, they found themselves embroiled with Marota and Nyx within. Opening up the door, you see what remains of the um, of the forge, which is a well-kept forge. You see also many of the torches have been lit on the ed- edges, tables restood up, tools restocked, and you see the small um, stocky figure of Gideon Blackthorn uh, standing over near the forge, kind of looking into it before turning back to you all. Hello. Um, Gideon, was it? That's right. Correct. Uh, I should just warn you, Gideon, Emron's quite protective and territorial over this forge. Um, Your assistance and and work in this area will be welcome, but I I wouldn't start prodding until you've spoken to Emron. Oh, no, no, that wasn't my job. I was just uh, writing what I see was wrong in terms of uh, tidying up. I didn't mean any uh, to take any 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 control over it. Um, I'm oh. just trying to tidy up a bit here. You've done think. a good job. I'm right, sure. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate thank you. that. Um, the, the armor over there in that corner and, and reins. I haven't we'll touched just, it. Don't worry. Very good. Very good. Neither of them, the, the studded lever or the, the, the tin. Anything that looked important or expensive, so I haven't touched. Uh, I think best just to, while we get to know each other, I'll avoid any contact with anything that looks worth any money. Fair enough, Gideon. Uh, uh, Gideon, I'm about to do something that that's known as artificery, and you, you're welcome to stay for the show. But uh, it could be, be it, it, these things have a habit of me thinking they're not going to be dangerous and then being dangerous. It's entirely up to you. Oh, you're uh, welcome. Oh, you're, 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 that's very kind of you, sir. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I would love to. Uh, I'd love to. Uh, don't be, don't be serving me. My name's, but uh, my name's Reigns. It's, it's all good. You don't yeah. have to serve me. Reigns, sir. Cool. Right. Yeah, of course. Reigns, sir. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, put myself in the, in the, in the corner um, and just uh, quiet as a mouse, sir. Uh, anything you need, please just, you know, speak up. I can run out and. Grab whatever, sir. Uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll maybe over here. And he finds a, there's a, there's a small uh, stool in the corner, probably used for some kind of lower level work. Uh, and he just pops himself down and just uh, sits, expectantly kind of watching, um, you know, just humble, happy to be in the round, excited to see what's what's going to happen next. Um, whilst that's happening, Isilda's just kind of been walking around, pacing around the space, kind of looking from item to item. Uh, where do you need me then? If I'm supposed to be hearing uh, you, stopping uh, me from dying. Uh, stand back and when, and if, let's not say when, let's say if, if something goes wrong, um, come forth and save me. Very well. I'll uh, stand next to Gideon and I'll be primed and ready to go. Uh, Alpha, do you, uh, do you know anything about what he's going to do? He tried to explain it to me about armor, but I didn't listen particularly well. Alpha's stood at the door at this moment, just as you go into the forge. I just looks over. I'm afraid what Reigns may be trying, I am unaware of. It is more of an artificial experiment. The outcomes and the procedures are unknown to me at this stage. However, I am here to study what may happen. Great. So none of us are none the wiser. No. This would okay. not be the first time either. I, I have a slight hypothesis of what, what will happen, which is everything will just go dandy like rich cotton candy. But if it doesn't, 
Well, that's that's where we're gonna we're gonna just gonna need someone just to, to pep me up. Now, NC, where are you? And NC will just fly out of one of the corners. NC is primed to deliver one of his special healing teeth. I, I'm not entirely sure which one of you he delivered that to during that little scuffle between us, but it it it's it's quite it's quite potent and can bring someone back from the. But the thing is, if I go down, I don't know what happens to NC. His 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 um. His what's the word animism is is potentially I don't know this depending on me. Have you any of you ever met a sorcerer before? It's a very different to a wizard now. Uh, no. Uh, no, I can't say I have so no. Oh well, well, the main difference between a sorcerer and a wizard is that a sorcerer embodies the fact that magic is a part of them. And now, interesting fact. That, that that's true for everyone. You, me, Balfour, anyone you can think of. That's true. Magic is a part of what we are. That our 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 organs that 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 they're powered by something sends signals from our brains. It's basic evocation magic. It's it, boom spark energy, and that's that's what powers our brains. When you cut your finger, that's abjuration magic. That that the little bits of abjuration magic in there will, will kick in, and your immune system, as it's known, will start to heal or your, your skin starts to, to mold over anyway uh deja vu some people say that that's that that's that's divination magic working in ways in the way that the brain can't process yet but the the point is is that artificery is just acknowledging the fact that magic is is well it's it's around us and it's a part of us and i'm gonna use and i have been able to use my my brain to to turn these things, and he'll point to the two suits of armors, well, into more of them than what they are. Um, anyway, um, there's a few things that I've done just to prove I'm not reckless, to, to make sure that I don't do anything particularly stupid. And see, can you get out uh, the, the 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 contingency protocol that I asked you to do? And what NC will do is that NC will go over to the studied lever armor. And we'll just kind of like a dog when it picks up its toy. We'll just get one of the gauntlets in its mouth, and we'll just drag it as best as it can. And what it appears to be is that this gauntlet is notably different to the rest of the suit of the armor. As you look at this studded lever, it's mostly very, very rich browns. There's some gold embracing into it. You can see on the chest there are two sphinxes: a gyno sphinx and an ando sphinx of the lines of House Hadow and the Cardano Elvin family line. That's also reflected on each shoulder, where these things seem to to clasp this very um, fine brown, what appears to be almost like a uh, hooded robe. That is um, almost, if you think like something in June, is something that effectively allows someone to travel through sand and to keep the sand off them as is needed in the Great Triangle. But what NC is dragging out is not this shade of like grey, rich brown. It's just something that's bright red. And I'm just going to, Reigns is just going to go to NC. Really, NC, I said make it different so I don't accidentally shoot the floor again like I did the first time I did it. So I remember where this, uh, the, the, the evocation comes from. And what you've done is you've, you've given me one bright red gauntlet. And Reigns will just hold that up and go, thanks for that, <laughs> NC. I suppose I can argue you've done what I asked you to do. Anyway, this is part of the armor, and Reigns will pull on the bright red gauntlet and we'll just uh, look at the tin suit where you can still see in the uh, rusty red gauntlet on that 
the Rubik's Cube is still just humming and turning. Now, it's been long enough for me to just be able to transmute this straight over, but I can't do that whilst I need to be in the armor for this to work. And well, everyone just wants to stand back j- just for a second. Uh, Gideon uh, stands up, even though he's against the wall, and kind of presses himself against the wall. Uh, Isilda is still, through that whole kind of lecture, has been stood with her arms crossed, staring back at you. Uh, she doesn't move. Okay, fair enough. Uh, or stay where you are, I suppose, that that's, that's permissible as well. Um, Rainford just put a thumb up towards Isilda. And what he will do is he will just all of a sudden take a deep breath and go, okay, artificering suits of armor. Let's go for Mark II. And what's going to happen is, is that as he says that, the suit is just going to drop to the floor, the tin suit that he's been using up to this point, as the Rubik's Cube just launches itself towards the belt buckle on the studded leather um, suit. And what happens is, is that it bypasses that, and just all of a sudden, the studded leather buckle just attaches itself to reins. And then all of a sudden, the studded leather suit of armour that is standing on the... Uh, armor stand is just going to disappear and out of this red gauntlet the armor is just going to start to to manifest and form around reins okay this was weird oh i don't like this oh god Um, and all of a sudden reins is going to be completely covered in this studded leather armor um the brown shawl is just going to run from underneath Rain's shoulder. And what it's going to do is it's just going to start to run itself under Rain's face and almost give him like a, a, a shredder style uh cover from the nose and the mouth. And the final thing that happens is that these Shadow Mendian sand gauntlets that Rain's always has on his head is just a, a kind of keepsake, just kind of lower and just start to glow with that pulsing blue that went through the suit. And you can see around the belt buckle, there are these two blue pulses. There's also these blue pulses down in the boots as well. Um, and all of a sudden, Reigns is just going to take a step back and be like, oh, I think it's worked. I don't think I'm dying. I think, you know, I think this worked. And then what happens is, is that the face mask and the, just pulls back and the gauntlets... Uh, not the gauntlets, the goggles just lift back up onto his forehead. And all of a sudden, Reigns is just going to look at them both and go, well? Gideon is going to just burst into a round of applause. Thank you, Gideon. Clapping. And uh, it's all just going to walk up to you quite methodically and then just sarcastically i don't know if you can sarcastically do a spell <laughs> but she's going to sarcastically do lay on hands and um give you eight points of healing oh that's good because i actually took damage in that fight earlier today and actually do need some healing so i'm going to actually uh take that and recover the four hit points that i've lost so thanks okay. for her sarcasm you didn't die <clears throat> this no is all very uh, impressive and uh i um I think I actually did take some damage earlier, which I think you've managed to heal. So, uh, well, there you thank go. you for that. You're very welcome. Can I uh, go? That's okay. I've got. Oh yeah. Um, check on Lysandra. And- any any chance of my brain stopping? I think has 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 has, has surely passed now. So, yep. 
Thank you for okay. that. You are very welcome. Um, see you later, Alpha. Bye, Gideon. Goodbye, you little. Yeah, uh, see you later. Reigns will go to follow her and I'm not realise that the suit has empowered his steps and he's now a couple of steps quicker and will just kind of bump into her again. Like, like they bumped into each other earlier and this time he's behind her. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it turns out I'm a bit quicker than... Yep. It's okay. Yep. I'll, I'll, she's going to step to the side and allow you to kind of go first. If you're yep. going, then you can... Oh, I was just... um. Yeah, that's what I was. And Reigns will start to walk and then realize as well that the um, muffled steps, of because it's now studded leather, have started to... St- to sh- oh, oh, I'm also uh, quieter as well. Like, look, and he'll just start to rustle. And it's like, and, and, and the suit doesn't seem to make too much noise as it has these kind of muffled infusions now that make it quieter, quicker and quieter. That's a discovery. Are you catching this, Alpha? Indeed. It looks like your experiment was a success. Well done. Hey, thanks. I, 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 I think so, too. Uh, are you impressed, Asilda? Oh, she's gone. I'm afraid she left quite some time ago. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Not oh, dead, I, though. Like, that's that's like good. Just, no, that is indeed a positive from the situation. Very impressive. Very impressive. I thought you excellent um, uh, uh, art, uh, artistry that you did there. Very, very great with the uh, with your um, with the gauntlet. Very impressive work. Yeah, um, I, it's bright red now. I, I, that, my, my squirrel did that. I don't. I don't yep. have. I don't have much of a say on that. Of course, um, yeah, very, very, very good, very good. I can't, oh, yeah. I will, if you'd be so kind, sir. It's been a very long day, and I have died today. I'd very much. I'm um, going to take myself. Oh, it was you! Uh, it was you, and C brought back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the squirrel, the demon squirrel. Yeah, that was me. I woke Not up. Not demon. It's, it. it's a it's a taxidermy. That's the word. Sure, absolutely. You have to understand, sir, as it was the first thing I saw in my rebirth after my death. Uh, I could, you can imagine only that, that I imagined it was a demon. A squirrel, oh. for all intents and purposes, pissing on me was a, a strange thing to wake up to uh, from the afterlife. Nonetheless, I am very grateful for it. So I will. Uh, yeah, sorry that that was needed and hit oh, me no, with of course the, not. The, the the whistling missile things. Um, Don't worry, I, I would have done the same if I could do all the things. You were you trying to stab do. me. That in, I was. was mitigated by that. Absolutely, would have stabbed you as well if you hadn't done that. So yes, it was very much needed. Much appreciated, anyway. But for now, so I will just take myself. Away. Sorry, I keep saying it. Serenes, I will take myself away, Serenes, and I will. I will. Sort, I will. I will. I will, uh, I will see you in the morrow. Uh, have a pleasant evening and night. Anything you need, please come and find me. I will. I'll be at yours and your friends and your colleagues' behest uh, for your stay here at, uh, at Goldport Keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, good night, uh, Gideon. You're a very nice man. Uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And he's going to nod, bow, uh, and then bow again, and then uh, walk into the door frame, and then uh, and then take himself out. As he goes, Reigns is going to go. So, what do you think of our new friends, Alpha? Hmm. I've not given them much thought so far. I believe they could be helpful around the keep. But aside from that, I've not made any judgments. What do you think they could all be helpful? They all have the potential to be helpful. Whether they choose to or not is their choice. Even say the 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 Sarah bullshit, the one who was telling you all the stories. I can't oh, remember his you name. You mean Cedric? 
Cedric. <laughs> Cedric Windrider. I believe he is delightful. He has many adventurous stories that he has regaled me with so far. I look forward to listening to many more. Hmm. It's almost like a childlike delight you, you're able to pick up from Alpha at this stage. His stances change. His, his hand movements just seem to be a little bit more jittery than uh, normal for a more yeah, stoic he's gone from person. He's gone from kind of antsy teenager yesterday to, to being much more aloof and childlike again. And Reigns is just taking that in and is... You, um, you seem happier. Hmm. I suppose maybe I am. I am unsure. How do you feel about Nick's and Marola being back? I am grateful for their return, most certainly. It has been unusual without them. Hmm. Okay. What is your decision on their return how do you feel it's difficult to say alpha i i always wondered if we could have done more but i was never particularly close to them but you seem to take what happened to them quite bad uh, quite it seemed to affect you is what i was saying um, so I'm happy to, I mean, Marold is very useful and Nick's in very, very manageable doses can be quite entertaining from what I remember. But I mean, Emron is right. I know he's stormed after Goldview in, in one of his broods, but he's, He's right. They, there are. We're not dealing with just forces on this plane anymore. If there is something otherworldly about why they're here, the the law of physics alone suggests that because they should be dead. Perhaps normally one would be grateful, but they aren't. I do not understand your it's not, hesitancy it's, in it's, it's not gratitude. Their return. It's not hesitancy in their return. It's hesitancy in... Look, when we first came to this, this part of the world, we knew we came here with the stakes being considerably higher than just travel and adventure and then... I ain't ever been one for Sol or Selene or any of the other deities that you could read about from other parts of, of Earth, but the two people that come back like that against all odds just makes me think there might be more at play than any of us could fathom. But I am... I suppose I'm grateful that their lives weren't lost pursuing... Vanity monster projects like poor Yanders and Magnuses. This is very true. I do recall many an adventure I have read, however, 
where the heroes do seem to return just in time to save the day. Perhaps this could be one of those situations. Yeah. You've read more books than I have. Perhaps, uh... Perhaps that might just be a world where two people is complicated and well, unlikely, I suppose. Could be as you say. And as Rain says that, he's going to just let the gauntlet, he's going to shake the gauntlet, and what's going to happen is the suit will just start to manifest back on the, the armor behind him, on the stand behind him, and the brown shawl will remain, the traveler's shawl will remain, and the gauntlet, and the gauntlet that's all that's left as he, as he just disarms this suit. It's going to be much easier for me to travel than this. Um, but as you say, perhaps, perhaps there's a, a world where those two and the three of us just work together to be, uh, as you put it, heroes. It's a nice thought, isn't it? I do like it. It follows on along my adventures quite well. Hmm. If you'll excuse me, please, Reigns. Now you no longer have any need for me. Oh, I believe yeah, I um, have a shade to uh, construct for our journey. Yeah, um, if you need any help with that, uh, Emron will be back, and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks as always for documenting that. Um, perfect of memory of yours is, yeah, yeah. And congratulations again. Thank you, Alpha. And Reigns will just let Alpha go. Indeed, and Alpha is walking away. And as Alpha, you continue to walk away. Moroto, you've come back along your trail down the path towards Goldport Keep, uh, and you've approached kind of the main area of it. Um, the sun has set now, and it's kind of dark. A few of the torches have been lit by Gideon and Lysandra around the, around, uh, the, the place. So it's relatively well lit in the kind of small kind of corridors, outside corridors between buildings. Um, giving some sense of light across the space. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, Marota is just going to sort of see if there's any activity or group sort of dynamic and just sort of uh, latch on. Okay. Uh, you hear uh, a loud voice from the Great Hall, um, one you recognize to be uh, the voice of Cedric Windrider. And he's talking to someone, and that's someone you hear a voice returning. So it's a conversation less than a, than a, a talk, him doing his talking act. And so you know there's more than one person there. The other buildings, most of the other lights are out around the other side, the kind of the sleeping quarters. Most of the lights are out. You can assume some of the guys uh, have bedded down for the night. It has been a hell of a long day. And you do notice over your shoulder, as you were walking back away from your conversation with Orla, that she has stood up and has been walking back, but purposefully staying um, at a pace behind you. Not like close enough to it to be awkward, but a good, a good 40, kind of uh, 70, 80 feet behind you, mm-hmm. uh, a good distance away. So it's not awkward, but she also was making her way back out of the dark. Uh, yeah, but the, um, the, the main hall would be your probably first port of call. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm investing in them yet. So I think. Just seeing that there genuinely seems to be like a 
winded wound down by i think she'll find a place to meditate probably down by the lake again and just spend some time resting before um sort of bedding down for the evening okay cool no problem no problem um as you continue through away from the keeping everything, you might see Alpha uh, walking out as you head down towards the lakes. You've seen me do this before, so um, you know, to leave you to it. But Orla does take a, a line in towards the into the Great Hall. Um, just so I know roughly where people are going, Alpha, where are you heading post uh, post Forge? In all fairness, if he steps out, um, if he sees Nick, he might start to approach Nick's. Okay. Yeah, you would definitely see it. Um, see, sorry, see her walking um, if you do want to try and approach her. Her? Yeah, I, I heard that too. Her? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I thought you said see, see um, Marota. Yeah. Nick does have some feminine qualities, to be fair. You, you, Indeed. As he walks away, there's a quite like, from the hips, a little shimmy. No, sorry. I thought in my mind it was uh, Marota and, and Alpha crossing paths. Well, I didn't even listen to you say Nick's apologies. Uh, Nick's is already in the uh, in the key in the in the in the hall with uh, with Cedric. So that might be where you'd have to head. No, that's fine. Um, if he sees Marota, he he not really had a one on one with either Nick's or Marota at this stage. He's not going to be blanking Marota. Um, so if the paths do cross between them, then yeah, that's. Um, Alpha would probably attempt to engage uh, a little bit with Marota. Well, then engage a little bit with Marota. Very well, I shall. Hey, Marota. Um, <laughs> it's creepy. Uh, indeed. No, yeah, I know. Regret it already. As you get closer, um, he would stop dead in his tracks. Um, Marota, if I may have a moment of your time. Of course. Thank you. I would just like to say it is an absolute pleasure to have both you and Nips back as um, part of our group, as it were. Yeah, it's good to see you too. How do you feel about being back? I have yet to find the words. Is that for happiness or apprehension? I honestly, I do not know. There seems to be some good energy. Let's put it that way. I suppose, considering certain circumstances, that might be all we can take for now. I don't really know what we expected when we came back. Uh just that you know we sort of caught on that you all might have been a spot of bother with with Bonton and just lots of lots of incentives to swing by really with the the dragon offer too so and you know Nick still wants that gem that you keep hold of oh i See, and do you know the goblins? You know, how are they? Are you being a good clan chief? They are doing well, although it has been uh, possibly a week since I last spoke to them. A week, okay, indeed. But just don't don't neglect your goblins now. That's you know that's a important thing that people around here say. Just 
don't neglect them. Hmm. You raise a good point. Please excuse me for one moment. And Alfred's going to kind of reach into his satchel and just pull out a very smooth pebble-like thing with just uh, some runic inscriptions on it. He's going to hold it in his hand and... I don't know if I verbally communicate this, if it's just in my head. If I can do it in my head, um, I will do. Otherwise, yeah, it may have to be verbal. But you're just going to see Alpha kind of stand there for a moment, holding the stone in his hand, and in his head, he's basically saying, Alpha clan, people may be after you. Be careful. Stick together. Working to provide more opportunities for gold and weapons. Return soon, Alpha. Uh, basically, I'm using one of my uh, infusions. I've got a pair of sending stones, so I can send a message to uh, somebody at the Alpha Clan, um, who's probably kind of high up in the hierarchy of the actual clan, who I've been just communicating back and forth with since uh, the adventures with uh, Nick Morota up there. They, they can't send one back to me, though. Okay, I, okay. I can only send uh, one their way, I believe. Not a problem. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that all seems to, to work as, as you expect it. Mm. Yeah, I, I do get a, a solid notification that they've kind of received it, as it were. Probably like the, the drop-down icons that you get on phones just Blitz comes it. down on uh, Alpha's mind. Nice. You, you yeah. should go check in with Nix. You know, he'd be glad to know you're good. Very well, I shall. Do you have any idea of his current whereabouts? Uh, Murta does a strong sniff and then points to the Great Hall. I would just kind of do a gradual turn. Thank you, Marota. And I will continue walking towards the Great Hall. And I'll All right. head to the lake. Fab, thank you very much. Uh, Alpha, as you enter into the Great Hall, you see, well, Ian, uh, sorry, um, uh, Nix, what, 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 what is happening in the Great Hall with yourself and Cedric? Well, Nix is proceeding to get drunk, and I assume this would be the first time that alcohol has passed his lips for quite some time, so it wouldn't take long. Uh, so you're probably looking at the worst drinking competition you've ever seen. Amazing. And uh, Alpha, as you enter, Cedric turns around and is handing over another drink towards uh, towards Nix and having one of his own. He misses the table for a second, Cedric, and his elbow misses the table and he slips off before writing himself again, his head bobbling a little bit more than it usually bobbled with his red Way. frizzy hair. And his eyes. I know what you're talking about. That was a perfect, perfect pirouette off the elbow. That's how I elbowed that goblin bah, in the face. Right in the nozzle, in the nose, in the in the schnoz, if you will. That's he what I didn't did right see there. it coming. Didn't see it coming. I'm taller because goblins, goblins is they're the short, and I'm not. And they I'm are not. short and short in temper too. Oh, Alpha, just the man. Nick's huh? having a chat. Alpha, come over here. He's not come a over man. Here. Not a man. He comes towards them. We're gonna have we're gonna have a storytelling. We're gonna have a, a story oh, off, if you will. Fantastic. Wasn't that right, Nick? We agreed. I said it, and you said no, and I said yes, and then you said, uh, and I took that as a yes. I can't remember, but yes. 
Story tell off, simple, story, simple story. tell off. What happens is really simple, Alpha. I tell a story and Nick tells a story. And whichever story is better, you are objective, you are unbiased, you love me, but he's, you know, he's close to you. So it's unbiased because it's even. <coughs> you then tell us which one is better, okay? Me or this fool over here? Yeah, yeah. It's fool. Alpha. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What are you going to say? What are you going to say, fool boy? What are you going to say to us? You're going to say no to Nick's? This guy? Look at him. Nah, he won't say no. Alpha loves the story, don't you, Alpha? I do indeed. So we're on for a deal then. Nick's you in? No, I'm in. What's the wager? I feel like there should be a wager. I feel like something should be won to the victor. That is decided by Alpha. you t- tell us um, what, what should be the prize, Alpha, or Nick. You tell I will do everything. I have everything. I have money. <coughs> what, what do you think? Money's good. Money's always good. Gold is good. We like gold. I like you, man. You got a good heart. You got a good soul. You got a good mind. You got <laughs> yeah, first I need another drink, though. You got one here. You have, you've been staring at it. It's right there in front of you. And with that, Nick's will take it and down it. Okay. <sighs> Alpha, what's the wager? I believe gold was agreed upon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, how much? How much are we talking here? How much are we talking here? Hmm. I'm afraid I do not have much gold to wager. How much gold is between both of you? Well, I'm not I'm very fluid not with very gold funny, right now. Everything was taken off me. It's a big long story. Yeah. So I still haven't been made paid. Very well. Um, I shall wager my share of our recently successful monster hunting bounty for whoever is able to offer the most entertaining story. Now, is that good for you, Nick? Oh, it works for me. Right, who goes first, Nick's or me? Me or Nick's? The guard. Guests first. Let's see what you've got. Seti boy. Longer than you've been here. I've been Cedric, here longer than you've been here. Cedric, so. please, you go first. See? <clears throat> Strap yourselves in, boys. You're in for the story of a lifetime. Hang on. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> the story unfolds in the ancient city of Eldoria. A place steeped in mysticism and forgotten lore. Deep within the labyrinthine catacombs, a snake that snaked beneath the city, an ancient evil stirred. It was in the depths of the catacombs that I, Cedric Windrider, stumbled upon a hidden chamber adorned with these weird eerie symbols and ancient runes. A foreboding presence loomed in the air as if, as if the very darkness himself whispered long lost power. I cautiously ventured forth. The room suddenly became alive with a blinding light, revealing a tower, a towering figure of a, or a shadow of malice. It was the dreaded necromancer, Lord Gongroth, a master of forbidden magic and the bringer of death. His skeletal minions rose from the shadows, hungry for the souls of the living. But I, Cedric Windrider, would not be deterred. With a flourish of my lute and a powerful incantation, I unleashed a symphony of radiant energy, banishing the de- darkness and sending his minions back to the depths from whence they came. The very vibrations of my music shattered the necromancer's vile spell, reducing his power to naught but whispers on the wind. Yet he was not so easily defeated. 
with a wicked grin. He conjured a, a spectral blade poised to strike me down, but I fueled by the undying heroism and spirit of the living, met his gaze with no fear. With lightning flask reflexes and a little cheeky wink to him as well, I parried his blow, clash of steel echoing through the ancient chamber. The duel raged on, but in a final act of bravery, I unleashed a crescendo of sound, and a sonic wave shattered his spectral form. The chamber reverberated with the force of my music, causing the very walls to tremble. The necromancer's essence was dissipated vanquished by the sheer force of heroism and the power of my lungs. <clears throat> he hits himself in the chest and coughs. <clears throat> and as the dust settled, all rejoiced. Freed from the clutches of darkness, I, Cedric Windrider, became a legend ever, forever etched in the annals of the city's histories. People hailed me their saviour, the bard who stood against the forces of death himself. There you go. Woo! Ah! Most entertaining Cedric. <laughs> the crowd goes hey, thank you wild. Very much. Many more they come from. <clears throat> so, Nick's. Top that. That's one of my best. Good luck. That's a good story indeed. My story mm, takes place a long time ago. Alpha, you like treasure and stories. And you know my background with the Esmeralda and the crew on there, correct? Indeed. Have you ever heard of me talk about the best treasure on the seas that all the pirates were hoping to garner for themselves? Not to my recollection. I am, of course, talking about Narani's heart. Do you know about the story of Narani's heart? It is not one that I am familiar with. And sit down or stand or wheel and just listen. Narani's heart is this beautiful golden necklace called after this beautiful pirate called Narani. And it was given to her betrothed Bethnal, and they were two pirates in love. And to celebrate that love, Narani gave her this necklace, and it was gold, the shape of a heart. And in the middle of the heart wore this red ruby gem. And you look into it, and your your eyes just split as the fragments glare back at you. It was beautiful or so they said it was beautiful it was near impossible to attain because bethnal wore it all the time my captain captain hildegard the best captain on the seas and he sails the esmeralda to which as i've said i was the crew caught wind of this story this treasure hunt and heard about Narani's heart and was moved to ask us to steal it. So, off we go. Sailing the seas many nights to a plan called Palladia. Oh, we arrived at the docks of Palladia and Alpha, what's your favourite environment? Trees? Jungles, 
All of it was there. Waterfalls. It was a paradise. Beautiful place. You could taste the flowers just in the air. It was so... Just flowers everywhere. Pollen. Oh, you could smell it. It was great. It was a vibrant place to be. A lot of drink was had. A lot of sully creatures was there. It was a place where the truth is hard to come by. But a place where pirates like to have a party, if you know what I mean. And so happens that on the day that the Hildegard, Captain Hildegard, dropped us off was a massive party. And Shindig, like no other, held by Narani and Bethnal. To get into the party, we needed to disguise ourselves. You see my blue skin, my eyes, and my tail. It's really hard to disguise myself. But I did, by sheer wit and determination, I dressed myself up like a gentleman. And I get myself into the party by talking my way in, because I used to be quite good at that. And me and Kinro, Kinro was this girl that I met at a bar beforehand, and she had VIP tickets, and I turned out to be her plus one, just by my pure charm. And we make our way to this party, and it's hosted, as I said, by this Narani, and she stands there. At the very front, this great manor made out of trees and woodlands, not a house. But it's like a manor made out of these trees that bowed in and canopies blocking the sunlight. There's people dancing to the left. There was people drinking to the right. And up the dirt track was Narani herself, framed by this beautiful head of hair. Lifted really high, it was red, ornate, and then this dress that was just beautiful. She welcomed us all as her friends, fellow pirates, just to have a good time. And she introduced her betrothed, Bethnal. And there, you could see, for all to see, was the heart of Narani around her neck. But how to get close to her when I'd never said hi to her before? Well. I didn't. I waited. I had a night with Kinro, who turned out to be a rather wonderful, beautiful girl herself. And we danced and we laughed and we danced some more until we snuck off into the night to fall asleep by the sea. In the dead of night is when I awoke to do my dirty deeds. And I managed to walk my way back through the trees to the great manor in the canopy and I found where Bethnal and Narani were sleeping and I crept in not a sound as my feet padded against the dirt and there was the necklace right in front of me but how to get it off her neck while she was asleep and without Narani noticing. As I just slid my hand under the weighted part of the necklace, 
the heart itself, and I grasped it. This curious thing happened, and I went invisible. And as I managed to lift this necklace around her, still grasped in my hand, and put it around myself, I swear, I know it sounds like bullshit, but I was invisible. And I just walked on out of there again. Back to the Esmeralda, where I gave it to my captain. And as I took off the heart and gave it to him, and he took it, received it, he went invisible. But it turns out some magic had been placed on this necklace, and it was worth far more than the jewel that Captain Hildegard originally wanted this for. And there's my story of Narani's heart, the invisible necklace. Enchanté. And that Cedric stands up and starts vociferously applauding. Bloody good story, man. Bloody good story. Very, very nice. Fantastic. But now we come down to the final decision here. It's getting late now. Alpha, who wins? This bloody good man with his bloody good story about an invisible necklace in Narani's heart or my excellent story of my defeat or a necromancer? Hmm. Who's it going to be? Both were indeed excellent stories. And I Don't dilly dally on the fence, my man. Very well, if you insist. On this one occasion, I preferred Nix's story with regards to the new topic. Fuck. I have never heard of a story of, of Nirani's heart. It was most fascinating ship. and very interesting to me. I really hope it's still on the ship. Well, best one one, best story one, and he extends a hand out to you to shake your hand. Bye, very good. And it's been a while since I forgave such stories. That felt good. Going to shake my hand or are you going to leave me here hanging like a bitch? I will shake your hand, my friend. And as you shake his hand, he grips you. And then as you feel like the handshake's going to finish, he kind of grips a little tighter and pulls you in a bit closer and looks in your face. When he talks about your ship, you came alive. We'll get you back. We'll get you back. And then he releases your hand and walks off to get another drink. And as he does that, and you can hear the lute music playing as he slowly uh, regales songs to himself as... Everyone kind of starts to settle in for their events for the night. That is where we are going to end it for this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Thank you very much, guys. Lovely little. Sorry, Ian, for putting you on the spot there with a little bit of a storytelling off. He fuck me, man. He man. Wonderful story. <laughs> excellent, excellent work. Well done, well done. Very good, very good. Um, it's becoming a bit of a thing now, telling stories and actually telling. It could story. be. Alpha will listen intently to every single one. We're going to come up with some more Cedric stories. I need Cedric to quickly write down some of the names that I put in there. There was Narani, there was <laughs> Bethnal. Yeah. They were together, and I was with a girl called Kinro. So you were. there we go. Got them all down, man. Got them all down. Good memories. But, you know, what if what if people wanted to ask you more about the story of the... the Narani's uh, heart. Narani's the invisible heart. necklace. Where might, they, where might they contact you in order to, to do that? Thank you for helping me with the segue there, because I was <laughs> floundering... Um, but Mark is right. If you wanted to keep up to date with the podcast, you can do so at our Twitter page, which is at Fellowship Table, which leads me to say thank you for tuning in, listening to us and making us a party every day. We, we love you for it. I don't I think I shouted this out the other day. I'm not sure. 
I'm talking like Nick's at the moment with a slight like, ah, so I think I might actually be a little bit drunk. We <laughs> did quite well on the old uh, Apple iTunes chart in the UK not so long ago, where if you, I got a notification where um, if you were in the, if you went to Apple iTunes and you went under the category of podcasts and you drill down further into the category of games and entertainment, we were out of the entire UK. It's not a big thing, but I like to kind of, I'm quite proud of it. We were 63 out of the entire country, um, yeah. which is down to our listeners. So thank you all very much, you iTunes listeners out there. Thank you. Um, thank rate you indeed. And, and like and tell a friend because that was, it was pretty cool to see. Um, there's a lot of podcasts and a lot of D and D podcasts out there. And to know that we were, you know, number 63, obviously critical role was number one, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But to be 63 out of the entire UK, that's pretty good because those, um, there's a lot out there. So, and considering we don't really flog our way as much, we, we all have very, very busy lives outside of this that aren't D and D and this is our outlet. Um, the fact that we got, you know, you guys listening in is insane. And yeah. And, really and shout out to the new ones and the long time listeners, because there's some people that that's been there from the start, which is crazy. So we see you and we see you awesome. new ones. Uh, just, just tell a friend and give us some reviews and get in touch. And like I said, if you wanted to do that, Twitter is the best way. Individually, I can be found at iRolled1. Darren can be found at DarrenPJ6. Callum can be found at the D20 Gamer. Everyone's waiting for it. Big Dick Danny can be found at (laughs) Total Party Thrills. (laughs) And our illustrious DM can be found at Hastily Rolled DM. Until next time, guys. Chicken run.